Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze, an entertaining behind-the-scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze. Hey everyone, welcome to Starving for Attention. Richard and Jasmine Blaze here from the friendly confines of not Wrigley Field. Is that a common saying? It is a common saying yeah. from Harry Carey as oh, a nice. Cubs announcer. Even though I'm a New Yorker and Jeff's a Boston fan, you, have no and you don't even like baseball. That's not true. I like going to baseball. But the friendly confines of the Podcast One studios. Yes. Back which, again. Yeah, late in the day we're here too. That's kind of nice. Um, there's, a, a, there's a different mood lighting. It's smell little... and ambiance to it, to be honest. <laughs> After probably like yeah. six or seven Think about podcasts. how many pieces of people have had their lips that close to that microphone today. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty rough. And there was a spitter in here earlier. Oh, I could see like some gross. guy was like all fired up, like doing a horse racing <laughs> announcement or around the corner. Uh, fun episode, especially for you, Jasmine. Oh, yeah. This is great. Kaylin Allen's coming up. Awesome. But before we get into Kaylin Allen, here's a word from one of our sponsors. Hey, everyone. Uh, you already trust the Home Depot for studs, sheetrock, electrical, everything to build your house. Now you can make that house your home by shopping thousands of decor pieces that suit your taste, like Jasmine... Oh, like an abalone vase, like possibly? Like an abalone vase that you ordered. It's going to go perfectly on our on our mantle. How, how easy was it to uh, order? Un- unbelievably easy. I just clicked on Home Decor. I found the thing I wanted. I even sorted by color because I knew I wanted like a neutral color. And you did not check off on me, which is fine. But you know that I love all Never. things. Yeah. That, that, all things that are sort of crustaceans and mollusks and seashells. Yeah, I thought it was a home run. If you can find an abalone vase, you know that you can find sofas, area rugs. You can find that faux floral you've been admiring. The Home Depot has all the pieces you need to create your dream space from start to finish. The best part? free and flexible delivery and no hassle returns on everyday essentials and more find exactly what you're looking for at homedepot.com slash decor your perfect home is waiting for you and it's just a click away plus for a limited time you can save even more uh, of the styles you love when you use code sfa home depot at checkout now there's more kinds of doing at the home depot valid on select items online only free delivery on select items $45 or more visit homedepot.com for more information and remember to use SFA Home Depot at checkout and get yourself an abalone vase the advanced specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care developed groundbreaking minimally invasive techniques to treat fibroids, endometriosis, and other GYN conditions. In response to growing concerns over the coronavirus, CIGC now offers e-visits. We know GYN conditions don't stop affecting your life. CIGC wants to be here for you as you seek options to find relief from debilitating gynecologic symptoms such as abnormal bleeding and pelvic pain. With telemedicine options now available, book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. That's InnovativeGYN.com or 888-SURGERY. Now back to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Hey, so Jasmine, Kaylin Allen, let's be honest, you finally a made it. I'm such a super fan. Yeah. I like him a the, lot. Mm-hmm. The, from from the, the origins of Starving for Attention, yeah. back when we used to say things like, recording like, from the walk-in studio. We're about to, we're about, first of all, we're about to hit our two-year mark here, babe. We should That's, celebrate. I, this is about two years in. I mean, I don't think was, we've seen a was, podcast one employee around here for two years, was, so we should be pretty happy. <laughs> we're 
<laughs> long standing commitment. Um, Jeff's not a two year. He's not. Yeah. We uh, yeah because we kicked off like right around the Aspen week uh, two years Heather's ago. Heather's still here. Heather's still here. She's still here. On a text message. We don't know if she's actually here. Yeah, somewhere. she's here. Um, but no, he was on one of the original lists. I think that we ever sent to to Kirsten, our booker, to to get because. Um, well, one, we didn't want to just talk to chefs, I think. I think originally when our intent of this podcast was to talk to people in food. People in the right? food world that were and, doing all sorts of different things. and Wacky things even, like talking about a hot dog. Right, and so Kaylin, Kaylin Allen came in, into my purview when um, I, you know, I spend my nightly you know, 20 minutes perusing Instagram. At least um, 20 minutes. Let's be honest. It's more like an hour. Do you want to compare social media time on our phones and no, see who's on I'll, it more? Okay. But I'll tell you what mine was yesterday. What? Eight hours. That's a lot of time on your phone. But I think a lot of it is I, I leave apps open when no. I walk uh-uh. away. You don't no, think that that's, that's what it is? It. No. You sure? No, because your phone goes to sleep. So, mm. no. Well, Anyways, but no, he came in um, because he did these Kalen React videos to, um, he'd be watching a weird like recipe overhead shot of someone putting, you know, crazy things in and he would just react and he's got a super funny personality and it just blew up. Yeah. The best part about it is that uh, his, his videos originally were like someone who's not because he's not in the food world. Right, yeah, yeah. His yeah. commentary on like, oh, they added cayenne pepper to it yeah. is <laughs> like, like what are you crazy. Doing? Like as yeah. a cook, you're like, well, of course they would. Sure. That yeah. being said, a lot of his original videos, I don't know where he got them, right. what country they come from. Right. But there are some, there there are some, some wacky wa- recipes. Wonky ones, yeah. If he, ha- if he had had time, and I, he might have had time, I just didn't. I, didn't, I, got, I, got, emba- I got shy and I didn't want to ask yeah. him. But I had a video queued up. And I found it, and it's um, it like it adds like chocolate chips into a container, mm-hmm. and then graham cracker crumbs, yeah, and then they pour vodka over the top of it. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. So, so I just did been, that intentionally. Yeah, and but I don't he would have, have been like, no, like no, 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 like, no, you know, like, right? Yeah, because I'm it. like, where are you going with this? And right. That's where most and of his videos. That's are. what the videos are. They they take Ooh. a severe left turn. We didn't somewhere. get into this, but like you you just hit what his what is the like he's got a great sense of sort of like climactic moment in his mm-hmm. videos where it's like yeah something like that oh okay i see what you're doing chocolate yeah. graham crackers oh vodka yeah it's like and, sarah silverman's comedy yeah right hard hard turn hard turn. Well, i mean basically what's called setting up a punchline sure but he was doing it in videos just recording himself doing what most of us do at night yeah watch weird memes watch and weird videos stuff and then be and like, like oh my god but yeah. instead of watching a skateboarder break his wrist right off no, of I doing don't watch those. Well, those are a horrible. lot of people do. Ugh. Yeah, Jeff, you don't? Maybe I do. Maybe Just I watch a lot. You. Of, I have those a, are like, cruel. <laughs> watch people break some bones. But he was watching people break some pots and pans in yeah. the kitchen. You are a little smitten and starstruck. I mean, I... I Only I, two people have come into the studio that have done this to you. <laughs> Caitlin this was, Allen. This was nothing like... Lou Diamond Lou Phillips. Lou Diamond Phillips. Jeff, you weren't here for Lou Diamond no, Phillips. No, this was pre-Jeff. So it was like an original six... Lou Original Diamond, six I still blame Lou Diamond Phillips on Lou, lunch. Lou Diamond sat down and Jasmine exited the studio almost immediately, not to return until the last 10 minutes of the episode. Listen, I threw up the whole way home to San Diego. Like, I ate something bad, clearly. I don't think it was a reaction to Lou Diamond Phillips. I'm I hope it's it, not a reaction that I have to, to people that I, 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 well, have, I have fond of. You la bombed. <laughs> In the, the hell out of here. Studios. Yeah. We go go back and vintage Not that episode, this, yeah, yeah, and just should. remember, like if you remember, don't hear Jasmine, Jasmine disappears for about a good twenty minutes. Yeah, if you don't hear her for like thirty five minutes, is because she's not here. Is the title of the episode Lou Diamond Throw Ups? <laughs> it should be. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't let on. I don't think. I don't even think in the open. I don't remember. We'd have to go back. But um, no, it was just one of those. Maybe things the where next you, like, week. I just. Know, I just in the bounced. middle of an episode. Bounce. Yeah, exactly. I had two choices. Bounce. This was. It was literally like our second <laughs> podcast ever in studio, and I literally had no clue what to do. And I was just like, 
I got to leave or I'm going to throw up on the table. So those are the two choices. And I just made the natural choice of well, like leaving. Yes. And then I, I went to the bathroom and I was, you know, obviously sick for a while. And then I figured I timed it well enough because I had the rhythm down that I could come back for like a good like six to eight minutes and finish out the yeah. podcast. And I did. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you do not throw up or leave the room in no, the Kaylin Allen episode. I was fine. You stay here the whole time. I was fine. I just like, he's got a great energy. He's fun. He, you know, and he brought his puppies. So yeah. Like, a matter know. of fact, on one of the first episodes, we're, we're talking about cats or dogs yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And he is the first guest that brought a pet into the studio. I Carter. Yeah. Throwing a shout out to got Carter. A you Vander, might hear Vanderpump dog. Yeah. A Vanderpump dog. Come, yeah. I mean, what you don't know, I mean, again, go back and look at some of these videos that Kaylin Allen has done. But now he's working with The Allen Show. Mm-hmm. He has filmed a couple of feature films. You're about to see this guy on the big screen. Everywhere. On every yeah. screen. Yeah. Uh, and it he's started yeah. And it started with, you know, uh, social media and YouTube videos of watching people make hot dog salads. And started with something going viral. And then it right. – Right. And I think a lot of this episode is that. If you're out there trying to make something happen to go viral, what are your thoughts about that? Well, I think if you're trying to make something go viral, like at least from our own experience of talking to people that have actually had something go viral, you're, you're, you're probably not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the people mm. that have things go viral – they have no clue it's about to happen. Yeah. I always like how this... amazing would that? I mean, like, honestly, that could be a podcast of like just going back and like really dissecting the 24 hours before and the 24 hours after like something went viral because it is like night and day different right. life. I would say like the band, I, I'm not that I'm a musician, but I would say like a band never goes into the studio to try and create the hit song. They go in and they play a couple songs. They love those songs, they perform, and then one of the songs becomes a hit. Right. But the point is you got to want to play that song. Although isn't there some like magic number of like beats per minute Ooh, or something? See, but now you're getting there's into some, There's uh, something like every every hit summer song has like the same like chord or something in it. I don't know. We I will get something. into it during the Katy Perry episode. Yes. Which does not exist. <laughs> not yet. Currently. Not yet. But maybe. She Never just know. dropped a new album, by the way. But it is fun talking to Kaylin about that, about how sort of he went viral and sort of popped. Yeah. yeah. And again- Go find if you don't know who he is, you probably yeah. do. But if you don't you know who do. he is, like you're about to see him, like you know, on the big screen, yeah, and everywhere, including rolling around your town in the uh, Tesla, perhaps. Oh, uh, yeah, you never know. Yeah, hey, everyone, you know, you've been listening to me talk about this, but if you're looking for a way to boost profits, enhance guest experience, and make your restaurant wildly successful, then it's time to get Upserve. Upserve is the industry's leading point of sale and restaurant management platform. You can streamline your operations, keep track of inventory, and leverage in-depth analytics to grow your restaurant and your wallet. Upserve offers the industry-leading Android and iPad-based restaurant POS, transparent processing, and a full integrated platform, including many things that I have used, Jasmine, you know, in a consulting project that we're involved with. You can get actionable analytics through Upserve HQ, okay? It allows you to quickly recognize new opportunities to improve staff performance, Pretty simply, it lets you know uh, how each server is doing every day, right? So if you want to just draw up, hey, this is how much money the server is bringing in, the table turnover times with that server, Mm. right? There's just lots of different ways that you can use the analytics. 
yeah, like pretty actionable ways you can jump in there and be like, hey, you need to sell those desserts more. Hey, Jenny. Absolutely, Jenny. You got to do a little bit better on the upsell. You can increase guest retention because uh, you also will say like, hey, the Johnsons were in last night. You start Mm -hmm. seeing these things pop up like, oh, they've been in three times this week. Mm. You can start spending a little bit more time with the Johnsons, maybe send them out a free dessert. But again, because you have all of this analytics, you have all the numbers. Well, you you know what they like then too. Like it keeps, remember like in the old days, you just have to like write all that stuff down in the book. Like Mr. Johnson loves Pinot Noir exactly Sonoma Coast. That that, that is true, right? But you're going way back before, (laughs) almost before computers. Uh, There's also the on the go restaurant management with Upserve Live. You wake up to a daily recap in your inbox and access insights on the go. So you're in control no matter where you are. And this is the part that I really love, right? Because I've used Upserve with some consulting projects. Right. Another great benefit is streamline online ordering with Upserve online ordering. You can boost revenue 10% and save over 30 hours per week with an integrated solution. With Upserve's Pro and Pro Plus plans, restaurants can utilize Upserve online ordering for no additional fee. That can save you like 20 to 30% revenue, Jasmine, that you would have had to dish out to a third party, okay? There's simplified scheduling with Upserve Workforce, which is a fully integrated tool provided to customers at no cost, saving restaurants at least $50 a month on third-party solutions. How about revenue boosting with Upserve Loyalty? They keep customers coming back for more and produce an average of 19% more revenue and customer volume. And there's also integrated inventory management with Upserve Inventory. Inventory is one of those that just at this point, in the restaurant game, right. uh, just has to be integrated digitally. One, it's so much time for your staff to like physically log inventory. Right. Uh, but you also need it every day. Remember in the old school, before you had tools like Upserve, yeah. you'd keep like a raw cost sheet on hand. If an invoice got lost, you know, you would just lose it. Yep. Here, everything's digitally done, right? So you know almost day by day where you stand on your profit and loss, which is pretty amazing. Uh, Those are just some of the tools. There's 45 integrations in the Upserve marketplace. You can make the most of your POS with experience-enhancing integrations from Gusto, Gather, and Single Platform. And uh, you know that Upserve is a one-stop shop. So whether your servers are in the dining room or outside in the patio, Upserve's new table-side POS, its mobile handheld device fits perfectly in the palm of the server's hand or the manager's hand. You can start firing tickets from the table. It's a major ingredient for restaurant success. It gives you everything you need to efficiently run your restaurant in a single hub and provide five-star hospitality. They handle everything but, Jasmine, the food you got to cook yourself. Yeah. And the smiles. That too. Your, your server, you yeah. got to get your staff to smile. That, that's a big part of it as well. They're not robots. No, yet. not yet. <laughs> you can call or chat anytime with Upserve. It's US-based support. It's available 24-7, 365 days a year. To learn more about Upserve and save $300 on a new POS today, visit Upserve.com slash starving. That's Upserve, U-P-S-E-R-V-E dot com slash starving for $300 off today. Get this in your restaurant, folks. Fun episode, Kaylin Allen, coming up next. Here we go. Hello. What's up, Kaylin Allen? How are you? Good, how are you? Well, doesn't matter where I sit. No, sit uh, wherever no. you'd like. Oh, Throw the headphones on or not, okay. totally up to you. Look, and it's our first puppy visitor. I was going to say, we're, <laughs> we're just honored to have you here, but uh-huh. now doubly so because this is our first pet that's been to the podcast room. Yeah, we got Carter here. Carter, Carter. is up in the this place so here. This is first time on the air, too. Is it? Okay. Uh-huh. Carter, you're doing the job right there. <laughs> now, so uh, you've ha- how long have you had Carter for? I've had Carter for about a month and a half. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just recently got him. 
from Vanderpump Dogs, actually. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I know, right? right? So, so bougie. Was, this, was it was it handed off by Ken officially? Did he? Officially? He was there. Are you serious? Really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. Amazing. So Carter is. Uh, so you just got. He's, how old is he? He is 14 weeks. Full 14 he's weeks. Yeah, he's, he's a just puppy. a baby. He's Unbelievable. So, so now, because he's here with you on the podcast, uh-huh. I'm assuming then that Carter just kind of rolls rolls with you. Oh, absolutely. We fly out tonight for New York, and he's coming right with me. Okay, nice. there you go. Right How's he do me. on that long flight? That's a pretty long. I don't flight. know. Oh, we'll this see. will be the first time, but he's a very calm puppy. Yeah. So I think honestly, he'll be all right. I think he's going to be yeah. just fine. Good. Now this is not to get right into like a controversial moment, mm. but but Jasmine uh-huh. has some thoughts uh, about dogs on airplanes I think there's too many dogs and on airplanes I don't want to call you out but you're calling me out I know it's big dogs or small big, dogs see big dogs see, yeah, okay, I've seen I, people with big dogs I can be a little bit of a like disaster uh-huh. prepper kind of person and like uh-huh. I'm like what if something happens and that right. dog like trips me on my way of getting out of the airplane because right. we'll know the dog will get out right. <laughs> you know exactly. they're fast they're low to the ground they're gonna get exactly. out but what if I like takes me down when I'm trying to execute, evacuate the building well I feel like it's okay yeah. to just be like this is my dog too like I feel like there's a lot of like shenanigans on how you get to travel yes yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's true. A lot of hoops. A lot of, hoop, a lot of, lot of I need this and, and, and my yeah. doctor's note and all that right. kind of stuff, but nah. Oh, so well. uh, before, Car- so are you like, uh, have you traveled with pets before? Or this is like, a, this is an inaugural voyage for you as well? before. Okay. But he's very calm. And so I'll just, he'll be very okay. No, I can tell. Yeah. Because usually um, dogs are more excited than that yeah. when they're on podcasts. Are you going to capture gonna, some content? I'm going right to take a quick, quick uh-huh. picture. Yeah. And I'm just taking a red eye. So oh, he'll, he'll sleep. He'll right. sleep the whole time like a baby. It'll be perfect. That's going to be – now, uh, not to get into your business, uh-huh. but so what are you heading to New York for? Because like you're on like – I want to talk basically about the ascendancy. Yes. Of like everything, Kaylin Allen, because like yes. you're just like triple flames right now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you. That was like, have you ever seen uh, Beyonce on The View when they're like, and you're Beyonce? Yeah. She's like, thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> we right. get desensitized. Right. Um, so, I, well, this is what happens because, you know, now I'm based in L.A., but mm-hmm. I'd love to go to New York and I'd love to get as much work as done as possible. So I'm going to go out there, you know, shoot some stuff, take some pictures, do some interviews, you know, nice. make you, it happen. You make it sound less professional than it is. I'm just going to go out there and shoot some stuff. Uh, you right? know? Because, like, like, I mean, you're, like, shooting feature films now and stuff like this. I, I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been on the list. I've had that experience. Yeah, right. so, you know, I try to be well-rounded. I got to keep my coins coming in. I, I was going to say, though, oh, like, that's true. and you seem like, like you're handling, like, in stride, though, right? Like, Because oh, yeah. there is, like, I mean, you could, I mean, puff your chest out and be like, yeah, like, right, I'm, I'm just balling right now. Like, I mean, I ain't balling. Wait, okay, wait. That's actually a joke because this morning I got a call and they were like, "Did you know this site says that you are worth ten million dollars?" Right. I said, "Well, where do I go pick it I know, up?" Yeah. At? Right. Shoot, ten million dollars. I need oh, to know. No, I'm, I'm curious who who was the one that reached out to you about seeing the site. It was my cousin. Okay, yes, that's what yes, I was gonna yes, say. Yes, yes, always. I was gonna say because it's always um, family. I, I, uh-huh. I have one someone of those you went to high school too. with. Maybe uh-huh. it's it's half the value of yours, but it's always someone that reaches out. That it's like I don't know if you remember, but we worked at McDonald's together when okay. we were fourteen, and like now you're worth millions of dollars. Right. I don't like you haven't said hi to me in twenty years, right. and now all of a sudden because I'm on a website, you're reaching out. Look, have you seen a lot of that? Not a lot, but okay. but see, let me tell you because um, growing up. I've always kept my circle very tight. Mm, okay. So people don't even find me approachable to even try that with me, you know? <laughs> right. Because I can't be at a distance, you know? Right. No, I've had nobody, like, come out of the woodworks. And, I mean, they probably come up to my mother most. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, there you go. But they don't have any direct 
communication to me. So no, that's they don't right. Mean. So this is a cousin that that's been close with you. Right. This isn't just someone that like you right. didn't even know was your cousin. Right. I get some of that too. You do. Hey, I'm your cousin. You okay. don't know this. <laughs> I <laughs> think we have we have the same last name. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But right. Do you know John? Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you just mentioned that you are relatively new to Los Angeles, right? Yes. How long have you been out here? I've been here for a year and a half. Okay. And yeah, how new. how have you found? The transition. Yeah. I'll set you up. Yeah, I mean, way. like you said, you're going back to New York. We, we right. as well did about six years ago an East Coast to, uh-huh. to West Coast kind of journey. And, and we've done that too, like where you're like, oh, I got to get back. I got to go, go back East Coast to right. kind of like ground yourself yes. a little bit or something. I don't yes. know. But do you find that? Like you've been here for a year and a half. Is it? Um, I've gotten used to it now. I would say at first it was a big transition. But now I'm used to it, and so now it doesn't really bother. Totally me. used to it, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. You're like, yeah. this is all normal and good. Yeah, okay. now I am. But I think I've also like people used to tell me like you have to find your tribe, and I think I found my tribe, uh, and, like my friends that I, you know, can be close with. So now it's like nothing. And also, I just think, I think of LA as just a place of work. I don't think of it mm, as home or right. somewhere that I like literally will be where I will live my entire life. You know, right. it's very much like this is a part of my job. This yeah. is where I am, and this is. How I make it happen. Mm. Good. I also love driving, so I think I love. Ah, see, that's Whoa. why you. Wait, can't, wait, that's okay. why you can't. Wait, stand so you it. love driving? I love driving, but you love driving in L.A. I do. Well, it's fun. Okay. I have a Tesla, I agree. so I just. Put it I on. have a Tesla too. See, I just no, put it but on I. Autopilot. But I don't love driving in um, L.A. I love driving. So I'm fighting. I need some therapy from yeah. you because right. I'm fighting the right now, like. Same thing. Like yeah. we live north of San Diego, but we're in L.A. for work okay. all the time, and it's like I'm just. I'm over even the autopilot. Really? I'm, yeah. So you're, you're just... He was just saying as we were I driving up here, he's like, I can't. I can't take really? over driving right now. And you know what it is? Like, so I haven't figured out the... Um the self uh, parallel park. I don't hit the like. I don't hit the robot. Oh, from, do you? I do. Okay, so that's yeah. what it is. I have a fear of, of parallel parking. You're yes. much better than I am. Yes. At it, so I think that's what it is. Okay. And like, the, I think it's truly just the driving in LA that that yeah. bothers really? me about it. That's yeah. got to be at least I just a turn good on some portion. music and call it a day. You know, turn on some good music and just have a little karaoke. There you go. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't know this was going to become a uh, self-driving car episode, <laughs> but since we are both Tesla owners and drivers, yeah. like. So, like, self-driving, you're 100% like you feel great about it. Yes. And, like, do you find that, like, people who don't have that technology, uh-huh. they, they freak out about it, don't they? Yes. Well, I just got mine like, okay. two weeks ago. Okay. And I was nervous at first. Right, right. Okay. So, like, the first time you, yeah. like, jump on the 5, 4 or 5, whatever. Right, right. And you have, you're going 70 miles uh-huh. per hour or whatever the speed limit is. Uh-huh. That's right. a little high. That's <laughs> okay, there you go. 65 on the 110, whatever it is. Um you, you like freak out because the car starts driving itself, right, literally. Right. But now you're probably like me. I, 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 it's much safer than I would be. Yeah. Okay. I honestly agree. <laughs> it pays better I, attention. Right. That's for especially sure. when even changing lanes, like you can see people, and then like mm-hmm. it'll swerve if you start people get too close. You know, folks don't be know how to drive. Right. Although, although, have you gotten that thing where you drive under a bridge and it'll slam on the brakes for Ooh. no reason? Oh, uh-huh. oh, we just had that okay. on the way up here. So okay, explain next time, your story. <laughs> you're getting a little he's getting, he's getting a little tangled. Uh-oh. So next time. If you're if you're driving like amazing. a long trip on the five <laughs> uh-huh. under all the like big overpasses and stuff, yeah. this just happened to us on the way here that we're driving, we're going seventy miles an hour, and all of a sudden it slams on the brakes. It takes it down to forty. Ooh, Thankfully, yeah. there's no one behind me because I and, and you know you have that moment where you're like, yeah. what do What's I do? How do I stop it from right. driving? Yes. So yeah, we I have don't that. like that when you make exits. It doesn't like you know how exits slow down. It doesn't slow down. No, mm. it's like or we not, got this right or, <laughs> or not quick enough. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which like, hey, this is a thirty mile. Per hour road. 
Yeah. Let's let's slow this thing down quicker. Uh, yeah. Crazy. It's um, not some bugs, but you know it's a computer, so it'll always that's what it is. But that's that. probably why you're also because you obviously are a master of like digital media for right. sure, right? Uh huh. So you're just like, great, I'm driving my phone. Right. This is that's pretty literally easy. Literally, what it is. <laughs> right? and you have an internet browser and everything. It's like nothing. What color? What what what, type, what model are you driving? If you want, you don't. I have, have to... I have model X. Okay. Ooh. It's red. Right. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. The X is wait. The That's X the SUV. Oh, you got with the Falcon doors. I'm jealous. Yeah, you're jealous. I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. You got the Falcon doors. Yep. The Falcon doors and the doors that open by themselves. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Carter. Nice. Carter's lucky. Carter's lucky. <laughs> I know. He's Ro- rolling in the X. Okay. Hey, if you've been listening to the past couple of weeks, you've probably heard me talk about Dole's smoothie blends, but they also have these amazing frozen Dole acai bowls too. What? You know I love acai bowls. With the weather starting to warm up, there's nothing that cools me down quite like a delicious acai bowl. I just had one. It's light and refreshing. And if you've ever had one, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. These smoothie bowls are great for a delicious breakfast or any time as a snack. And they're so convenient. With Dole acai bowls, there's no washing or prep work, no blender to clean. All you have to do is let it thaw. Put it in the microwave for 30 seconds, grab a spoon, and enjoy. So easy. Instead of going to a smoothie shop every morning, uh, it's so much more convenient to just pull one out of the freezer rather than having to go out and wait in line. And Dole Acai Bowls are a fraction of the price and just as delicious. They come in three great flavors, original, protein, and tropical. And the best part is each one is 230 calories or fewer. So if you're looking to find something tasty first thing in the morning or to sneak in a quick snack break, try Dole Acai Bowls. You can find them in their frozen aisle right now. Continuing from the transition, yeah, East Coast to LA. Correct. Right? Where yes. you, you were in I was in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. But, but I'm that... originally from Kansas City. Okay. okay. Yeah, so, so I'm from East Kansas. And then, yeah. Right. Hmm. So I, I was always curious about Kansas City. Like, mm-hmm. do you call it the Midwest? Or yeah. like, it's like, okay, it's kind of so Midwest sensibility. Now yeah. you're on the East Coast. Yeah. And Philly's tough. I love Philly. I'm a New Yorker, so like, uh-huh. I feel like it's all the same Philly, yeah. Boston, New York. Yeah. Um, but you made the transition, and then recently we were looking at one of your posts. Mm-hmm. Where you were, it's all right, Carter. It's going to be all right. Um, <laughs> a <little> hot. Yeah. <laughs> where you were talking about like how you didn't have to necessarily come out to L.A.? Correct. Yeah. So mm-hmm. right. yeah. the original job that I was going to do was I was just going to make videos from Philadelphia. Right. And we just send them into the team or whatever. And what team? What, uh, what, what? Ellen team. Uh-huh. And so right. then I decided that I knew that if I was in L.A., I would be a lot more accessible. And, you know, me, I'm a business person. So I was like, I'm trying to maximize this, you know. And so that was what made me make the decision to call uh, my university, which is Temple University, and tell them, I need to move to L.A. And we need to make this happen so that I can finish my degrees and stuff because I was like, I need, I got a job, so I need to make the most of this. Now, th- to me, that just shows incredible initiative. Like, did you know that you could call them up and they would help you figure it out? I mean, you know, Temple's yes. a pretty big school. Like, that, you know, seems like it's... Well, I was very involved on campus. Okay, good. So I had a lot of connections gotcha, and gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. a little bit luckier than, you know, most people would yeah. consider to be. But, well, um, you were given your time, probably, and, and right. you'd get it back. And yeah, then, exactly. Yeah. And so very people were very willing and ready to nice. help me. That's amazing. Yeah. But I think also willing and ready to help you, but for you to put that up and say, hey, like, you got to go go after your right. dreams sort yeah. of. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, that's inspiring. So you find now that, like, you have a lot of people sliding up in the DMs and looking for inspiration for and help. And yeah. Advice. And it's hard, honestly, because... 
the way it happened for me was so just like kind of random mm-hmm. and just out of surprise that it's kind of hard for me to give advice on how to do it because it's like honestly y'all I don't know how I did it yeah you yeah. know it just happened I said but what I can teach you is how to take something and build something from it and maximize it and use it to your best and be a better business person I think that's what I can help you what were you going out. to school for theater and film nice okay. yeah. so it's like I had already studied everything about the industry yeah. you know so yeah. I already had that under my belt so I knew what to do and the calls to make and the people to talk to okay so mm-hmm. I'm uh, proverbially sliding up in your DM right uh-huh. now and uh, so <laughs> uh-huh. how did you so how did you like what it, What was the well I mean we want the plan you know, of content right because you're, yeah. you're you have so much authenticity mm-hmm. and your content was just so real and mm-hmm. also fresh and new mm-hmm. well like you said you can't tell people how to start that right. that part that part and like to, so tell right. us like the, the Kalen reacts right. those videos the food specifically the you know the food and the recipe videos like how did that well it it just happened. Stroke it, of midnight, it, it, and you're just bored. That's literally bored how and- it was. I was laying in the bed. I was watching the video. It came up. I said, "Oh, I should make a video to this." I put up the phone and I pressed record. And next thing I knew, I put it on internet, and then it, was, it blew up. And then yeah. from that first one, though, I said, "Well, this is a thing now." Mm-hmm. So that's when I started posting it on all different things and started making multiple videos. And but then this is the smart thing that I did was that I created the YouTube channel put all the videos there and then I even started a logo like I had photos I had branding and I right. made it look like you it make was the brand. something that had mm. been going on forever interesting yeah. because yeah. people are more willing to buy and to be interested in something that is more concrete right you know sure. so, so like, is this sort of like uh, a fake it till you make it sort of thing yeah, but you actually much. you made I mean and you made it like yeah. you just like crushed it yeah in two weeks literally two week time are you serious yeah because the first video went viral. And okay. What was, the, what was like, the first video? Which was one was cornbread. It, it was the cornbread. cornbread. All right. And then I made like three more. And then it was the second week. It was right the week of Thanksgiving is when I made a uh, potato salad cake. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was the one. <laughs> was, that, that, was that the one with the cocktail weenies? Which yes. That? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. By and the way, Jasmine's a massive <laughs> fan. I love, she's I love going all episodically of them. through the, the video. Was that the one with <laughs> the mayonnaise? Okay. Look, all amazing. And then that was the one that got the attention, you know, the Ellen team. And then, then they, you know, we just went from there. Now, were you, before you decided to hit record and, like, uh-huh. film it, uh-huh. were you spending, just like most of us do every night, like, scrolling through memes or whatever yeah. it is, were you, like, just, hey, I look I look at recipes? Or yeah. was this... It was a sponsored ad, actually. Okay. Yeah, it was an ad. It okay. It was a, really? a Del Monte ad. Right. And then I was like, oh, cute. And not your ad. No, 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 it was just you just, just okay. an ad. Yeah, it was just on Facebook. Yeah, huh. but were you? I mean, but before you uh, were looking yourself, like recording it, you weren't like, like, are you a looking. fan of like recipes and just scrolling Not through really. the internet? No, okay. Not really. <laughs> I don't know when the last time I had watched a, a food video before then. Like, no, it just popped up. I'm telling you, it was like destiny. Right. Like somebody right. was just up there working, baby. Mm-hmm. Right, but you had the you like you had the knowledge to be able to like, hey, this is I'm going to record this sort of true moment. Yeah. Were there other things that you were doing that in that just didn't pop or didn't go viral? Like, I mean, obviously because you're in film and theater and you're... During the, during those first initial ones? Yeah. No, each one went viral. Right, okay. Each one. Yeah, no, none of so them. So there wasn't like a predecessor to Kaylin Reacts with recipes nope. that was like you walking down the street doing something else. It was all... Nope. Hmm. So we've had a couple of people on that have had viral things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, one that pops to mind is the lady, the woman behind Sprinkles, Sprinkles Cupcakes. Yeah. And she went on Oprah and uh-huh, like it just uh-huh. was like before she even got off the plane coming home, like everything was crashing websites right. down, you know. Right. Um, did you have a similar experience with the yes. going viral? Like, yes. Tell, tell I, us what that. I put it out that night. I woke up the next morning and I couldn't, none of my apps would work. 
and I didn't understand what was, I thought it was something wrong with my phone. I was like, why can't I like access any of my apps? Especially I, I, Twitter just crashed every time I opened it. Oh, wow. And then once I got on my computer and mm. looked, that's how I saw that the video was going viral. Right. And that was because like Seth Rogen was retweeting it, Chrissy Teigen, Deborah Messing, like all these celebrities were then talking about it, which was only making other people talk about it. Right. So it just became this thing. And what's oh. a number like? I mean, what was yeah. like the what number? Was the that you were just number? like, oh, this is the this is viral. Like, oh. what was it initially? Boy, at that I guess- time, I think, I think cornbread video was probably overnight, maybe at five thousand right. retweets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Right, five thousand retweets. But then the people that are retweeting, it's Chrissy Teigen, and that exactly. is millions right. and millions of Huge. people. Right. And she's retweets, tweeting yeah. it out too, and then right. all of a sudden. Right, because honestly, when you think about it, even likes and retweets don't even really matter. It's really the view count that mm-hmm. matters. Because yeah. a lot of people don't have, like, if you have a business, you know, account, you're not going to retweet uh, a video of someone talking about food, right. you know. So it's like, yeah, there's some conditions to it. So it's really about the view count that right. makes the difference. How many uh, people? How many companies reached out to you? To, to want to do ads with food like right away. They were like, hey, listen, we got... It was actually a, a, a few. Right. And it was actually more production companies started reaching out mm-hmm. and okay. about like totally. producing or developing a show or something like that, you know? But it wasn't like, we have a show, we want you to be hosted. It was like, we want to develop something with you. Well, that takes time. That could take mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, Tell me. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> right, exactly. Right, right. Yes. But then once I saw the Ellen call, I was like, well, this is the route to go. Right. I knew for sure that I was like, this is where I'm going. What was that? I mean, do you mind telling us about that moment? Like, what was? Oh what yeah, that I first remember. Was like? I was in class, and I remember because I was checking my phone because I was getting so many messages, and I was in class, and I looked at my messages, and all I saw was at lntv.com, and I remember I grabbed my friend, and I was like, "Girl." <laughs> I was like, Ellen called. Right. And the funny thing is that when I first put out the video, I was like, I want to go work at BuzzFeed. Like, I was so determined to go work at BuzzFeed. Right. Right. And yeah, then yeah. once I got that message, I was like, this is it. Like, right. I was like, yeah. ooh. You, just felt you know? And of course, like every other probably, you know, people that get a message for from Ellen that's not like human interest or doesn't have some like deep story. I'm like, ooh, what's she going to give me? You know? like. <laughs> And then I got there, and I wasn't expecting to get a whole job from it. Like right. that was not what I was absolutely not expecting. Okay, so you were well, you were expecting like a segment? Yeah, where yeah. They talk Just about one of your videos, right? This and then I go hot. home. Right. And you were like, "This is going to get me on BuzzFeed." Right. I'm right. like, "I'm about to be at BuzzFeed, y'all. I got a job now yeah. when I graduate." You know. And so then what happened? So you 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 connect with Ellen T. Yes, and so then uh, we they fly me out, and they saw another one of my food videos, which was the Seven uh, Up Cake. And then that one was put on the show, and then Ellen was like... I vividly remember 7-Up yeah, Cake. Yeah. That was a great one. I like that one. Because I remember it's something that no one should really eat. I yeah, like. exactly. It's just, it was so just much like, sugar. why would you eat this? <laughs> and I remember I was like, okay, um, I'm coming, because they invited me to the show, got there. Right. And she offered me the job on the show. On, oh, wow. On the show. Wow. And I could you know, I had to say, yeah, I yeah. accepted well, the job on the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, who, who am I to tell Ellen right. no, yeah. you know? Well, I think she more than, I mean, I don't know who she's got on her staff. You could probably uh-huh. answer it more, but I feel like she's got her finger they, on the pulse they, of they like are, everything yeah. that's trending. Yeah. Like she will find that person that's trending on yes. YouTube or Twitter or wherever it is and yes. bring them in and talk to them. I think yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Like what, yeah. a, what a great well, what like, team I mean, obviously, uh-huh. is it a team um, of of people like yourself? Like I'm assuming people who like are got their trendsetting yeah, people thumb on the pulse, kind of trendsetting people or Actually, people. Actually, no. Well, what you got to realize is that the show is a talk show. So it basically just works like a new show. You know, mm-hmm. just like news shows get a, a, a printout every single morning yeah. of 
what's happening, what's trending, what's the most liked video on Twitter, stuff like that. Like that's that's the way it works. But then also because we're so we're so about bringing in voices that aren't always heard or mm-hmm. even noticed that right. sometimes it's just a pitch from an email. You know, mm-hmm. people submit into EllenTube all the time. You right. Know? Most of the time when people are on the show, I, it's probably just by submitting on EllenTube. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily what's going on in on Twitter. But not everyone not like everyone has something that's hot or viral then comes to the show and that gets offered a, a job, though. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a lightning bolt. That's, that's a lightning bolt. Yeah. Hey, listen. Is it time to put the heat back into your relationship with breakfast? But a hot breakfast just sounds like too much work? Well, it's time to head over to the egg aisle and pick up Just Crack an Egg. It's a hot, fluffy breakfast scramble that'll have you back in hot breakfast love in less than two minutes. All you've got to do is add a fresh egg over their hearty breakfast fixins, then stir, microwave, and reignite your love of breakfast. And something else you'll love about Just Crack an Egg is that it has no artificial flavors, dyes, or preservatives. Jasmine, I know you're a fan of that. Definitely. But even better is how fluffy and cheesy and delicious it is. It comes in seven different varieties, including three brand new kinds, veggie, Southwest style, and protein-packed scrambles, or just try one of the classics like Denver or All-American. So listen, don't wait for the weekend to get a little hot, hearty breakfast love into your morning. It's time to run with your arms wide open to the egg aisle and take breakfast back with Just Crack an Egg. The advanced specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care developed groundbreaking minimally invasive techniques to treat fibroids, endometriosis, and other GYN conditions. In response to growing concerns over the coronavirus, CIGC now offers e-visits. We know GYN conditions don't stop affecting your life. CIGC wants to be here for you as you seek options to find relief from debilitating gynecologic symptoms such as abnormal bleeding and pelvic pain. With telemedicine options now available, book a Consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. That's InnovativeGYN.com or 888-SURGERY. Make sure to stick around after this podcast to get the latest headlines from the AP News Minute. Jasmine, you're a true crime fan. Yes. Well, you got to check out 22 Hours, an American Nightmare on Podcast One. It's a case nightmares were made of. A family held hostage for nearly 24 hours and murdered inside their own home. God. WTOP examines the complicated trail of evidence that police say led to finding their killer and why they say he committed such a brutal crime. Download new episodes of 22 Hours and American Nightmare on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. I'm going to download it right now. Yeah, me too. You're listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. So you took the job and moved out to L.A. Absolutely. And then everything else just from there... Like you recently shot, you just again uh, at least uh-huh. one all, that I know of, uh-huh. right? Because these things, you know, play. I mean, yeah. at least one feature film yeah, that's coming Rogen. down the pipe with right. Seth Rogen. Yeah, what's it called? Is we don't have a title. It's called okay, Untitled title. Pickle Comedy right now. Got right. it. Which, I would, which yeah, is that should just which is an insane yeah, that just stay. Yeah. open for the show. Right. And it's like someone who feels blessed to just have had Seth Rogen in my DMs once or twice. Uh-huh. Like the, the, the preview of the, of the film is in, incredible. It's hard. You mean to the even, description? The description that, of yeah. the film is yeah. kind of is kind of crazy. So uh-huh. like, that, like, I mean, so you go from like coming out to Ellen and now you're in a feature film and it's just like overnight. Yeah. Well, once I got here, I was like, OK, well, I am 23. Oh, well, I was 22 at that time. And I was like, I need to build a career out of this. Like, I just can't stick to just food videos. Like, that's not going to create a living for me. And so that was when I was like, okay, I need to get a, a agent. I need to get a publicist. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so what can mm. we do? How much leverage do we have? How much freedom do I have? I, I tell people all the time, there is very seldom a time that I say no to something. 
Oh, we like, share that. Yeah. I say yes to almost right. everything. Yeah. Well, you're on this podcast. <laughs> That's how we know. So this is a great I example. wanted to be here. <laughs> no, we did chase you for months. That's and how I we will know. say, you know, we don't have the power of Ellen, but like we were on, we were on early, 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 early adopters. Oh, thank yeah. we, were talk, we were talking about you here well before you got uh-huh. that call. Totally. Yeah. Um, but so you kind of attacked like coming out to LA the same way you did when your video started going viral. Yeah. Like, you know how you, you said, well, I made a brand, I put a logo up, and I just treated it like it's a serious thing right yeah. off the bat. Yeah. You came to L.A., publicist, agent, the yeah. whole thing yeah. in the first couple of weeks. Yeah. And then that's when all these other opportunities started coming. Yeah. And then, you know, just networking and, and finding different organizations that I love and having us reach out to them, going to different meetings, meeting different people, you know, uh, making sure that I was always visible. I think mm. visibility is very important on staying relevant and also being very present. People can't support something that they don't see. Right. Know? And it's like the more that you see me and I'm out there, the better that my career will be. Right. And mm. someone, believe it or not, as popular as you are, there will be someone listening to this podcast who will go find you for the first time. Like, right. I mean, it's always someone's first time. You know what? And that's the most beautiful thing about And I honest, because people always ask me, like, how do I stay humble? And one is just because I think of it as a job. But second of all, is because I'm not ignorant to way fame works. Mm. Fame is so conditional in its little pockets. You know, you can be famous to these people, right. but you cannot, you're probably not famous to these people, you know, and that mm-hmm. goes for anybody, you oh, know. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. have been many times that you, if you go to some country and they don't know who the Kardashians are, you know, it's like, it's not truly whoa, 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 hold on a second. Oh, you think everybody <laughs> I don't, knows I don't know. They were just in Bali, weren't they? I was, I was, I had that same thought. I was like, I wonder if all those Balinese people, they know who they are. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Probably okay. not. Right. They probably don't not have all access them. to yeah. everything, right. you know. Yeah. Not all but you know it's someone. Like, if you see the Kardashian team strolling down the beach, you know it's some Right. But right. you don't necessarily Maybe. know who it is. Fair enough. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's like it's you really can't expect people to always know who you are. Oh, of you know? course. Mm-hmm. Of course. You're 23. Mm-hmm. You're an old soul. I do. Yeah. It bites me in the butt a lot. Does it? Yeah. In what way? Because I, like I don't like going out. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I like to be yeah, at home. I, get that. I don't yeah. like do nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, you already done it, been, been there, done that. Right. Yeah. I just work all the time, <laughs> you know? I just know as a chef, you have an old soul because one of those videos, like someone used like pepper and you're uh-huh. like, that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> like pepper. Like that's that's out of control. That's do that's, you use more than salt and pepper? Right, I I do. I I mean, from time to time, I'd like to think that we use everything. Okay, you know? okay. But that's what I love most about your videos is that it might be to like a chef, like uh-huh. like an ingredient that we see all the time. Right. But like your your take on it is totally refreshing. Right. Because you know it's <laughs> you know whatever it is, breadcrumbs on macaroni and cheese or whatever, which don't don't say anything about that. I've had that. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. I was against the Brussels sprouts and carrots being put into the the mac and cheese. As as you should be. Yeah, that don't make sense. As you should be. That's not mac and cheese. No. Like, I mean, uh, you're ruining mac and cheese. Right. Right. And it's it's not making it any healthier. Yeah, nobody asked for that. Right. Um, Has your film, like your your actual, like your your training Mm -hmm. at Temple and Mm -hmm. film school, How, how much has that served you now that you're out in L.A.? Or or if you were giving advice, would you say move to L.A. or, or go to film school? Or I am I am a strong <clears throat> advocate in secondary education. And the reason why I say that, because I feel like it's, if I would have just come out here without having the education that I have, then I would not be as grounded and I wouldn't have known how to navigate the industry i think Mm. that's where i learned it from was college and being around people that were in movies you know my professors were 
professionals. You know, they had had their time. They had been directors and stuff. And having that insight of what it was like in the industry, I was prepared to come into Hollywood and not get sucked in, Mm. you know? So did you, when you were in Kansas City, were you active in theater and doing? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I did mainly musicals. So actually the week that I moved to LA that same week, I had an audition for grad school at Juilliard that I canceled. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I was going to go to grad school for acting. And then I uh, canceled it because I was moving it. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I'm already But no, done. I've done it my entire life. Entertaining and performing is what I love. I think that's what I miss the most now, actually, right. is being on film is very different. There's no audience. Mm-hmm. You know, and I sure. love an audience. Like, I love to well, feel Well, even in, like, YouTube videos, do you feel like those, like, view counts kind of substitute for that audience a little bit? A little you bit. Can kind of, like... But the downfall with that is, like, you can't read the comments. Mm. So you don't really get to enjoy it. You don't True. really get to bask in it. Right. You know? Even if yeah. it's, like, I'm going to, like, sound like a non-cool dad, but, like, on TikTok now or... Like or on like an Instagram a yeah. story, yeah, where you can see Instagram at least live or you can see on yeah. Instagram live like right. the the traction that you're getting. Right, you're right, especially as someone who does like stage or theater, mm-hmm. like without seeing an audience, yeah, without even just seeing something simple as like a smile right. on someone's face or right. a reaction by someone behind the camera. Right, well, the you... audience is somewhat validation. You right, know? it's like I tell people Instant, all the time. Yeah. It's like I have to have my producer tell me if something's funny or not. It's like because for me, I'm not a comedian. It's mm-hmm. just like how I talk. It's just who I am. And so it's like, I don't know what's funny or not, you know? So it's like when I'm on stage, I can tell when something is funny right. or when something's working because I can hear it. Yeah. When I got a camera in front of me. And that's the worst. When yeah. I mean, this is like when you're doing direct-to-camera and right. it's just a crew mm-hmm. and everyone's, you know, sometimes professionally a cr- trained. Sometimes the crew will laugh a little bit, well, right? that's my goal. My <laughs> so, goal is always thankfully. like if I can break someone on the crew, just yes. one person, yes. then I know I'm doing my job. Yes. Then I know like I've connected with one person. Exactly. It's going to be 10 times right. you know, to the regular audience. Yeah. Um, we know that your time is super valuable. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Near the second half of the podcast, we like to play a little uh-huh. game. Okay. If you don't mind, we're going to sort of play a an audio version of sort of Kaylin reacts. Is that cool? Okay. Yeah. Let's do I know that. it's been a while. Are you? Oh, this is actually a conversation we had though coming up here. Like, are you over that part of your world? Like, I know that's like what got you to mm-hmm. where you're at right now. I only do it on on a basis of what I what I've noticed when I started to doing is one people started to catch on to it, mm-hmm. and so they started to make videos on purpose because everybody wanted to be on Ellen. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so now I only do it if I find it necessary or if I find it to be good content. Right. You know, I don't believe in just doing it to feed the beast. I right. don't believe in just doing it, doing it. Cause then it just starts to be, um, not authentic. And mm. it's like, I'm not willing to sacrifice that. So you've seen a lot of like, uh, so copycats in a good right. way, right? Yeah. People, People are like are... milk, ketchup. Right. right. It's like, there was Tumeric, like, a... like just start dumping right. stuff in. Right. Yeah, yeah. There was like a hot dog martini. Like nobody's drinking that. Like, yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about gotcha. to sit here and play pretend. Well, you yeah. can get you, you exactly. You can get the sense. So this is kind of a kind of a ver- but again, you don't have to get into it like you do on your videos. But I'll present you a food sort of situation okay. or a dish, and you just let me know your thoughts on it. Okay, hit me. All right, here we go. Ketchup on scrambled eggs. Okay, actually, <laughs> now the with funny, enthusiasm, right? Yeah. Now the funny thing about that is that I know a lot of people that do that. I personally don't because mm. I think that's a little nasty. Mm. But, you know, to each his own, if that's what your taste buds like, baby, then you go ahead and eat it. What about, what about the maple syrup when it like gets on the eggs? Are nah, you okay with that? Yeah, I agree with that oh, now because okay. right. I'll right. put syrup those are, on bacon right. and everything. Mm-hmm. And those are neighbors yeah. on a plate. Yeah. It's okay if they sort of cross over. Right, but no. And now, though, that you're like the shine, you're like, you're shining a little bit. What about caviar on scrambled eggs? Mm-hmm. I ain't eating no caviar, first of all. <laughs> 
You won't find me eating no caviar. All right, there we go. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, that Are you sure? I'm very positive it's, on listen, that one. Next, next time when you yeah, when, we'll when, send when, next you. level. Okay. Uh, and I, I, if I see a caviar tin in the uh, uh-huh. Tesla, okay, we'll okay. know that things change <laughs> up. Okay. Now. Rainbow food. The obsession with unicorn, rainbow, donuts, and bagels, and just everything. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that because that's just food coloring. You okay, know? all right. Like it doesn't change the taste. You okay. Know? It's cute. I don't care what it looked like as long as it tastes good. There you go. Um, unless it happened to be like an organic rainbow food with like saffron as yellow and <laughs> red, red onions or purple. Red, right, yeah. And then <laughs> keep that. Okay, got it. So as long as it doesn't affect the flavor, the, exactly. the rainbow food is good. Exactly. All right, this one, I know uh, Jasmine wrote this one, boba tea. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> How did you know? I have an obsession See? with boba tea Me too. recently. Me too. Yeah. Like, it's only I been think in it has to do with coming to LA. Yeah, it's something about Baby, LA. I go to Century City Westfield Mall, okay. and I stay at the Red Straw <laughs> every time I go. And I get like two of them. Nice. They nice. get boba tea okay. and everything. Do you get extra boba? Or are you just no, like I get a the normal boba. What about the sweetness level? Like, are a you 75%. Full 75%. Oh, first That's of all, good. this is an amazing good. order. Yeah. This is better than anyone's yes. Starbucks or 75% yes. sweetness. Right. And I are get there... the vanilla peach Rui Bose. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's also good for so you, isn't it? That's caffeine free too, I think, right? right? Look, yeah, that's yeah. important. You don't need the caffeine. And I get the milk in there. That caffeine's strong. What about the are you is this a place I haven't been, but is this Red like strong? a place that does like the coffee jellies and stuff? Like do you get any add-ons or is it just boba and just I the just tea? get the boba okay. and tea. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that Go or, for the not every place though. has the coffee jelly or the almond. If you find jelly. a place that does yeah. the coffee jelly, so you're down with the boba tea. Absolutely. That's obvious. Okay. Sixty seconds. That's exactly how long this commercial lasts. You know what else you can do in about a minute? Get an offer for your car with TrueCar. That's right. In the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth, pet your dog, do a few sit-ups, or just listen to my voice, you can get a true cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or home. Just go to TrueCar and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. You answer a few questions, and you'll get an accurate true cash offer from a local TrueCar certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in, and they'll check it out with you together. You can ask questions and get the answers you need so there's no surprises. Then simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. Pizza, any type, dipped in ranch dressing. Mm-mm. Don't they do that, Papa John's? Mm-hmm. First of all, Jeff yeah. is behind you in the booth shaking his head. You're from Boston. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe yeah, you, And Jeff. I'm pretty sure no. when the Bruins win the cup, you're going to be dipping pizza in ranch dressing. Mm-mm. I um, will never eat ranch dressing on anything. Oh, I hate ranch. I hate ranch dressing, <laughs> Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Interesting. This is, I thought I, everybody liked ranch. I'm <laughs> surprised that I'm representing the every person here, but like America <laughs> loves ranch dressing. They it do. does. Like it I, does. I'm, I'm shocked that we have so much hate. I mean, maybe it's is it the pizza in the ranch or just ranch that you can't I don't like ranch. ranch. Ooh, not to sort of like I'm be- a barbecue person okay uh, and well I think Kansas that's City like, that makes well you gotta right. do this yeah. so like a lot of people are gonna argue that that's not barbecue uh, <laughs> they don't know they're talking about unless you live from like Texas or something fair I don't wanna listen fair enough <laughs> so and, and if you don't know barbecue Kansas Kansas, Kansas City is known for a sticky and sweet yes. barbecue which yes. I personally prefer yeah you like that but if you're from the Carolinas you want acidity dry. acidity and dry if you're from Texas rub, it's yeah. just dry spices yeah I don't want that and it's mainly beef, right? Is right. it okay? Um, but here's another thing for ranch dressing: not to beat the same drum. <laughs> caviar, caviar, and ranch dressing. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, there it is. I'm throwing it out there. Okay. <laughs> you, eat, you eat it like that? 
I like it because usually caviar is paired with like a sour cream or yeah. like a creme fraiche. Yeah. So like ranch dressing is kind of close enough. So okay. I feel like it's a good introduction to caviar. Okay. If you're going to have your first caviar experience, maybe we'll do Listen, it. Listen, do you like dressing. Pringles? Yes. Okay, so Ooh. caviar on a Pringle. Caviar? It's pretty good. Really? A little mm-hmm. bit of sour cream and uh, uh, a potato chip. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I'm putting Classic flavors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one. Um, Frosties. So this yeah, is French the, fries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, I've right never, I've never had it like that, but I've seen a really? lot of people. I think I would try it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would be opposed to that. Yeah. I okay. heard it's, it's amazing. Good. It's good. I mean, this is a. It classic. makes both better. I think. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. A perfect French fry on its own doesn't. But like a hot. You, first of all, you and temperature contrast. Like it's a hot fry and a mm. cold frosty oh, and salty and sweet and like it's good. Yeah. It works. I always regret. That's what fresh. this is. It's yeah. it's the salt coming into play with the sweetness. Like yes. I mean, yeah. Like Do you little... know how you get a fry fresh? Ooh. You tell them no. don't that you want uh, fries with no salt. Then they have to cook it. Mm. Ooh. Yep. That's a good tip. And then you put your own salt on it? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, if you want to. Mm-hmm. Or when you get there and they give it to you, you'd be like, oh, could you put some salt on this, please? <laughs> right. <laughs> sprinkle, sprinkle. That's the way to do it. Thank also, you. you're not eating too many french fries, though. You're, like, incredibly fit. Like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> My trainer's going to love that. Right. See, oh, you got a trainer. So, yeah, yeah. you're incredibly fit. So you're, not hitting, you're not hitting too many drive throughs that's for sure. Uh, but you're young. Maybe maybe you can just do yeah, it. Yeah, I got a high metabolism. Oh, yeah. uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> 23, remember? See? This one is a Jasmine uh, classic from growing up. A mayonnaise sandwich. Ooh, yeah. This is just white bread and mayonnaise. No, Ooh, yeah. absolutely not. Right. I don't no. like mayonnaise. Mustard yeah. sandwich? I, I, mustard I, I don't sandwich? like mustard. None of it. No. no. Ketchup sandwich? I'll do. What? I'm not <laughs> eating no ketchup sandwich, <laughs> yeah. but I'll eat ketchup. Right. I'll probably eat a barbecue sandwich, though. That's not yeah, like on a dare. Yeah, like Texas yeah. toast. Listen, or on a dare, yeah. I'd take down a ketchup packet or two. Great. Like just, yeah, I mean, it's <sighs> tomato soup. Right. Ah. You've always told me, Jasmine, if like everything falls apart on us, yeah. we're just gonna like go, we're just gonna go from free ketchup troll packet fast food places to, and just yeah. do ketchup and hot water right. and like we'll figure that's it out. It. Whatever works. Exactly. We'll um so no mayonnaise no mayonnaise at all? Like you're no. just anti mayonnaise. Okay. Um actually well maybe I don't know, because I heard that like mayo. What's the like Miracle Whip? Yeah, mm-hmm. tastes that's, different that's, than like it's mayonnaise it with sugar it's and vinegar. Tangy. In it. See, yeah. like okay. coleslaw. Like See, tangy. maybe that's my problem. Is that we only had Miracle Whip in the yeah. house. I've had which like, is delicious, right? Like I've yeah. had like mayonnaise on like something that didn't really bother me, and yeah. I'm like, well, why don't I really like this? Yeah. Maybe that's why. That's maybe. what it is. Yeah, maybe and, that's it. And also the secret to like what salad dressing or Miracle Whip is: mayonnaise with vinegar and sugar. For everyone okay. who doesn't know that. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Uh, oh, this one I don't know. Potato chips on sandwiches. This was a high school treat of mine. I would eat that. Yeah. This yeah. is where I felt. This is probably where I didn't realize it when I was young, but I was yeah. being a chef well before yeah. I knew like this That's might a be a poor meal. I'm when like, yeah. The money. yeah. I, need yeah. Some, I need some texture potato on the sandwich. I'm going to put some right. potato chips on it. You put ke- ke- little ketchup on that. It's not bad. Oh, you're like really selling the condiments <laughs> pretty hard. Uh, now that you're in California, in and out animal style, in and out burger. Have you done it yet? Have you done in and out I haven't had. I've done in and out Okay. I've done animal style. I know about the secret menu. Okay. But actually, I talked about this. It's not the burgers that's the issue at In-N-Out. Mm. Ooh, ooh, there's an I know issue. what you're going to... There's I two like issues this. as far Baby, as I'm them concerned. Them fries. <laughs> Fair enough. Them fries. First of all, nope. way to like... St- nope. You know, there's a pressure, and I just because you are coming from the East Coast, and so, so did I. There is a pressure that you have to love In-N-Out. Everything yes. about it, right? When yes. you get to California, you have to love like it. Peer pressure. To get in right. the club. There's a lot right. of peer pressure with it. Yeah, it's but true. But you're right. You're not down with the fries. Them fries are terrible. That's because yeah. they're fresh. Yeah. They just I, they yeah. like plop, plop them right from... They like, cut the potato into the fryer. starch. Yes. And there's a scientific... Not to turn this into a 
serious food podcast, but there is a reason for this. Like someone in the marketing team at some point said, you know, it'll be great. We'll just have a potato and we'll just slam it right into the frying oil. It's not how a potato works. <laughs> Literally. I'm always like, y'all know this is not good. Like you cannot tell me somebody in this office is like, oh yeah, we make no. it. Right. So you mm-hmm. said it tastes like starch and there's a reason because it is. Exactly. And what potato, I tried to, I think of like potatoes and French fries, they need to go to the spa. Mm. So like they actually need to sit in cold water for mm. like a day okay. and then they get yeah. rinsed three or four times okay. and like they go through like fried two or twice. three days. Yeah. They get fried twice Listen, in different temperatures. He's at Century City. We should send him over to Crack Shack. And oh, like I have a real, oh, real fries. Oh, okay. So that's our place. That's yeah. A, that, yeah. What? Yeah. So yeah. Come, we, I saw, it just opened, right? Yeah, yeah we have one in Century ago. City, one in Pasadena. I walk past so it all the time. You got oh my gosh. Those fries. Yeah. Okay. Those fries. Okay, are he good. walks by it all the time, so now I know where your agent. Is. I know. Where, yeah. I know. I know who's repping <laughs> yeah. you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> fair, fair enough. But we that, well, let's do some fries there. Okay. We'll do yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're right. In and out the French fries. They, yeah. they, they go I, right I'd also the put a vote in that the milkshakes are pretty crummy. Now we're just bashing on. I know. Now it's not I like fair. their burgers. Now the everyone milkshakes. in the room besides the milkshakes, they taste like those um. Uh, like the packet milk, bag like they're bagging the bag. Like the, bag the, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I like they don't taste like real instant. milk. Like, yeah, instant. yeah. But mm. I don't have a, I don't have a problem <laughs> with Never it. But the fries, milk. I get it. But I mean, animal style. I mean, it's what good. is it? It's Thousand Island dressing. At the end of the day. Oh, so yeah, which is well, they put, mayonnaise and ketchup, right? Yeah. Well, so, and then the onions, the pickles, the onions. Burger King, yeah, a burger. So, are you a fast food fan at all, or like? I love me some Shake Shack. Oh, okay. Ooh. So is that number one? You get the, one? Ma- the chili mac? Is that, is that Shake Shack? No, no wait, Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Oh, no. That's, yeah, I, get, I was about, thinking steak and shake. Steak oh, and shake. I get well, yeah. steak and shake. Good fries. <laughs> steak and shake does. Yeah. The, the little shoestring yeah, ones. Yeah, those are some good fries. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Shake Shack. Shake Shack does good. it. They're yeah, good. they don't They're put good. onions and pickles on a burger. You got to ask for it, though. That's why I like it. I like my stuff just plain. So I can just go to Shake Shack and order it, and I know it's already right. That's it. That's yeah. it. Look That's at that. True. And they probably had the data behind that too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mac and cheese with breadcrumbs. We hit it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we already hit this You're one right a little bit. That's fine. Have, you, okay have you eaten it? Are you okay with it? I'm okay with that. Okay. It's just as long as there's no Brussels sprouts and carrots. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is a big craze right now. And mm-hmm. I'm uh, matcha. Matcha tea. I, okay. I haven't had matcha yet, but people always talk, I always get scared because every yeah. time I go with somebody, I'm like, should I get the matcha one? And they're always like, it's not good. Do you like grass? No, because <laughs> then that's what it tastes you're like. not. That's what it tastes like. Wow, yeah. all of it. Wow. Like I could put sugar and milk in that all day, and really? it still tastes like grass. Is it healthy for you? Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Is for it, you. What is it supposed to be? You're you're it's the green health tea, and so it's expert. like it's green tea. It's good for okay. like cardiovascular. It's good for okay. your brain. It's good for everything. I'm but to try it. Try it. You yeah, got you got to try know. it. I, I send, we made some chocolate chip cookies. I don't think you're it. gonna like it, but that's just. My we made favorite. chocolate chip cookies with it. Oh, they were good. Those are good. You couldn't taste it. Near the end of the list, gourmet donuts. Yes. Like, like uh, maple anything. maple bacon. Yes. Like, yeah, bacon yeah. on a donut, yes. weird yeah. flavors. Yes, yes. and okay. I'm not big on sweets. I'm not big on donuts. But yes, I will eat a gourmet donut. There we go. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the hotness. What about stunt food? Stunt food now is like, and you go on the social media, mm-hmm. and it's someone who has made a tower of hamburgers, but it's oh. 50 patties. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I would definitely eat that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why stunt food works, because there's is. that part where you're like, you're like I, I want to eat that, that right. whole I could do that of stack of 25 waffles with right. an uh, ice cream scoop. Right. You know, of, Especially yeah. if it's like a challenge or something, you know? Mm. Oh, like oh. those ones like rest- old school right. restaurants right. would have, like, like eat Buffalo the whole T-bone? Wings, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I like that. We should do a, Kaylin, like, a call to action with some Ooh. of those, right? Because that's kind of... That's yeah. what you're talking about. Like, yeah, if it's a challenge, yeah. I'm down to try right. it even yeah. more so because it's a challenge. Last one, uh, another famous uh, food social media personality, or more than that at this point. Are you familiar with, with Salt Bay? 
Yes. 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 What are, what are you, what's your take on Salt Bay? The man with tight, the... Tight, tight white, the, the salt from right. up here, tight white t-shirt. Yes, yes. Glasses. Now he has a restaurant in Vegas, right? He's got Vegas, he's got Miami, New York, New York yeah, Dubai. He's, he's coming. He's oh, he's coming. got 22 million followers. A guy is just like, you know. He's very good at handling the meat, like cutting it and everything. He, he is. A lot of people right. say he's not a butcher, Knives but are you, sharp. you got to see what yeah. he does. I right. mean, so what do you, what is your take on the personality of Salt Bay? You know, I, um... <laughs> He don't really have personality. Oh, that's he's true. Just, he doesn't talk at like, all. Very talk. good he point. He's got one that's look. A very good like, point. Let me sprinkle some he's salt. He's got like a signature move. My question, I guess, would be: Do you sprinkle <laughs> anything other than salt? <laughs> oh, because yeah, I why don't not branch out with yeah. just salt? Right. Yeah. Lately, he is doing desserts now, so I don't. But Ooh, I don't know if he's sprinkling sprinkles. He, he's just pouring chocolate over sugar? cake and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, maybe he could do sugar. Yeah. I have a theory that comes out on the podcast that there's more than one salt bay because he doesn't talk. Yeah. The look is pretty generic. Yeah. There could be. White t-shirt, it sunglasses. It could be like true. Uh, Wouldn't that be so smart to do like twenty salt bays? Right. Because like, imagine you could, you could like literally not say uh-huh. no to anything. You could be well, you everywhere. Know what's funny? Uh, one of my right? old professors, she used to do uh, press calls for one of the women from Sex in the City because really? she looked just like her. Ooh. See? So she's like a, a body See? double. See? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet you're right. I bet you're right. Yeah, then. that's that's yeah. that's that's a crazy level. Uh, end of the podcast. Kaylin Allen, you're awesome, dude. Thank, Thank you so much. You. Carter is falling asleep to the sweet sounds of everyone's he did, voice. He did good. Last thing we so do do is something called 86. It's 86. Uh-huh. It is. In the in the restaurant world, 86 is means we're, we've run out of it. Okay. Like if we're 86... Okay. Uh, fish of the day means that we're out of the fish. Gotcha. What is one thing in your world or the world in general, or it could be serious or not, that you just want to get rid of? You're just over. You're done seeing it. One thing? Yeah. Ooh. Or at least one thing. It could okay. be multiple things. Yeah. I think. If you want to go on a rant right now, we would love it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I think 99.9% of the problems in the world is people that don't mind their own business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that is what I would get rid of. People that don't mind their own business. One hundred percent. Just everyone's throwing their hat into the ring. Everyone's got an yep. opinion on everything. Sometimes yep. it's best yeah. to sort of. I mean, I do it myself. You know, but <laughs> it's like you know, you got to know when to and when not to. There you go. Mm, you everyone's got, got a hot take on something, and sometimes mm-hmm. it gets too hot because of it. Kaylin Allen, you're awesome. Thank you. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Of it took course. us a while to find you, but like, thank you for stepping up well, and hanging with us. We are, baby. We owe you some French fries and caviar yep. <laughs> at Crack Shack in You're LA coming. or wherever you want to dine. I'm going to Crack Shack. Uh, yep. Here we go. We'll do it, and uh, let's let's do it again if you if you're down. Yeah. Awesome. Congrats on all your success, thank and you. we'll see you soon. Okay. All right. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or PodcastOne.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Kaylin Allen. He was amazing. Thank you to Jasmine Blaze. Thank you. To uh, Jeff behind the glass. Uh, but thank you also to our sponsors who help make this all possible. Dole Crafted Smoothie Blends. Find them in your frozen aisle. Home Depot. Visit homedepot.com slash decor and use promo code SFA Home Depot at checkout. Uh, thanks to Just Crack an Egg. You can take breakfast back. Thanks to Upserve. Go to upserve.com slash starving for $300 off a new POS today. And of course, TrueCar. Visit TrueCar for a better car buying experience. Until next week, stay hungry.